He's our Aussie correspondent based out of Sydney. His name is Chris Russell. Chris, uh, yesterday our official cash rate stayed at 5.5%. Our Reserve Bank governor says he's, we're not likely to see a drop in that until mid-2025. I see you guys in Australia have your inflation or appear to have your inflation more under control, coming in and under 5%, 4.9%. What's your OCR rate at the moment? So it's running at 4.35. It went up um, at the beginning of this month by 0.25 of percent, 25 basis points, as the technos say, um, to 4.35 on the basis that our inflation was still around 5.7% on an annualised basis. And their target rate is 3%, 2 to 3% for the Reserve Bank. Now, of course, this is the only instrument they've got to try and bludgeon that rate down. But we've just yesterday had the latest annualised inflation which came out for the recent quarter and it's now down to 4.9 which is below what the analysts were expecting which was 5.2 so the end result of that is I don't think that um, the Reserve Bank will be able to justify increasing it again despite the fact they seem to be hell-bent on trying to do it as quickly as possible. It's interesting the Australian government is just passing new rules to actually limit the ability of the government to override the Reserve Bank in the in these decisions. I think a lot of Australians thought the opposite might be a good idea, but nonetheless, they do have huge power. Uh, I don't think it'll go up in December, and I don't think it'll probably go up in February now unless there is a dramatic change um, in those predictions between now and then. Here's a question for you. Did Australia's cattle industry overreact to El Nino forecasts? Because here in New Zealand, as you're well aware, I know you've got a daughter living in Hawke's Bay, uh, we were threatened with an El Nino drought on the east coast of both islands, but we can't turn the tap off in the North Island at the moment. Yeah, I think I don't think that the the weather bureau is any wronger or righter than they've ever been, to be quite honest. But nonetheless, we're believing them more. All of a sudden, the science of El Nino and La Nina is being understood. It's making sense to people. So as soon as the the weather bureau comes out with an El Nino forecast, everybody panics and stops keeping cattle. Um, and they've continued to slide in 2023, um, despite the fact that we've just had um, um, you know, reasonable rain. I see the prices are beginning to turn around and go up. We're getting a little bit of a J-curve effect now. Um, sheep first, and now cattle have gone up this week by uh, about 30 cents. So, so that's, you know, that's quite good. But nonetheless, I think people did overreact, and I think that the analysts are saying that people for once in their lives have decided to get in ahead of it when they saw it coming and maybe it's not going to come as badly as we expected. You've introduced this new uh, lamb indicator along with a, a beef indicator. A couple of weeks ago when I last chatted to you it was $57 a head which is bugger all really and I know the reasons behind it because farmers are quitting stock because of the drought. It's crept up uh, close to $10. It's now at close to $67 a head but gee Chris uh, they won't be making any money at that level. No, well, that's right. Um, if you look at the graph, it reached its low point um, around about the end of September. Um, it oscillated around there, and then since uh, September, it's now stuck up, as you say, to around 66, 77. Um, so that's the same as I reported to Roe last week. The one that caught up this week, as I just said earlier, was the young cattle indicator, which last week didn't respond to the extra rain. But this week, it seems to have, and we're up to 308 cents. 
um, from around um, uh, 260 or 270 cents a couple of weeks ago. So uh, the people, I think, holding animals back a little bit. Uh, they're beginning to have a little bit of confidence. There might be something to feed them on, uh, and therefore we're, we're going to see those prices hopefully recover slightly for the farmer. I guess the thing we don't want to see is for the supermarkets to take advantage of that and just carry on with their exorbitantly high markups. Hey, Chris Russell, thanks as always for your time on The Country. We'll catch you again, same time, same place next week. Look forward to it.